Today we're going to be talking about how much is enough in real estate. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. I have a question that I've been asked many times, and that is, how much is enough? And I always go back to why did you start it in the business? Why did you want it to be a real estate investor? So this is part of a goal, but more than anything, it's based on the amount that you really want to have when you are investing in real estate. And I think that everything starts, like if you trace it back down, is first of all, where is your financial position? Do you have enough money right now? Uh, is your cash flow okay? Or do you want to increase that? Maybe you have enough and you just want to build a legacy for your family, for your children, if you do have children. I actually had a big uh, issue when somebody asked me, what is your why? And when people say it, they always come back and say, well, I want to leave something for my children. I don't have children. And I said, well, that cannot be my wife. I don't have children. But I do have family and I do have people that I want to help. So that is my why. And if you go back to it, that will tell you exactly the amount if you want to quantify that. Because I think it's so important. It's so important that you put a number to it because then you won't know when you reach that. And so one of the things that you can do, first of all, is to figure out what your lifestyle cost is. And if you haven't seen the video, please go watch it. The lifestyle cost is basically tallying up all of the expenses that you currently have. And now if you know that you want to retire, and believe me, retire isn't, doesn't mean lack of activity, but is that you have enough sources of income coming in to cover for all your lifestyle cost. And everybody has a different lifestyle cost, even though you make the same amount of money. So the way that it works is if you have two people exactly doing the same job, making exactly the same money, the life cost could be totally different. And the reason is because they choose different things. One person might have two children, one may not have children. One may be renting, the other one may have a house that has a mortgage on it. And the same, they might drive a different car that one of them is a purchase car, the other one is a car that they have payments on. So at the end of the month, the expenses from one person to another would be totally different, even though they make the same amount of money. 
So that's why it's important to know, first of all, what is the lifestyle that you really like to have? And what is the amount that is equivalent to, for you to continue to support that? So the first thing that I always think is, if you are able to replace that income with any sources of income, especially from real estate, then to me, that's the biggest success that you can have. Because having that passive income coming from uh, your properties, then it frees up that, that time. Either you continue to work because you enjoy the work, or maybe you want to switch and do another type of job that may pay less money, but now you're not dependent on covering your costs monthly because this is kind of like an extra. Uh, it could be a hobby that you want to do that you always wanted to do, um, but it doesn't pay that much or it just doesn't pay anything. Everything is about choices. And I think the most important thing that real estate gives you is choices. And with that said, once you calculated that, what is it going to take? How many houses do you need to purchase? Or how much cash flow do you need to have coming in? How, is, how are you going to do it? And the way that you do it is obviously by taking a look at how much money you have to start with. What can you purchase? Can you invest in where you live or close by? How far are you willing to go to acquire a property that cash flow possibly the amount of money that you need? All of those questions need to be answered up front. And I think it's so important because I have seen people that they have several properties, but because they don't look at the numbers, the only thing that they look at is how many properties do I have? And they want to continue to acquire properties. And that is not a bad thing. However, if your lifestyle is suffering because of the properties that you have, that might not be the right way to go on. You always have to look at the work less, in my opinion, and to enjoy a little bit more, right? The statistics says that if you retire at 65, and that means to stop working at 65, and you don't have a plan moving forward, you probably only live for an, another couple of years. That's statistically speaking. So the earlier you take retirement or you have enough sources of income coming in, the better off you are because you are there to enjoy your life. And I think that that is the, the biggest benefit of having properties that is actually going to expedite that. To me, that's basically my goal, to get enough properties, enough passive income coming in so I have choices. And then I can decide to continue on with what I'm doing or not. And that basically is what I like to communicate to you, right? So if there is something that you may want to just help your children acquire property, that could be another goal as well. And it also will have an amount attached to it. Remember, everything touches money. So whatever decision you're going to make, whether you're going to help your children buy a property or you're going to buy another property for yourself and the type of property as well. It's very important that you always quantify that because otherwise you're going to be aiming and just aiming at in the dark. So you're not, you're 
gonna be blind and it's better that way because in as I said in my opinion if you have less properties that are cash flowing and that they're meeting your goal then you have more freedom because if you have properties that you're renting as well then you're you're gonna need to take care of them or pay somebody to do it which is gonna take a little bit more cash flow out of your uh, profit so all of these has to be thought about it and I thought that I just wanted to put this together so you understand that if you do have an amount that you need to bring in every month it'll make it so much easier to go out there and figure out what type of properties you need to acquire how long it's gonna take you all of that the plan will come in together a lot easier for you instead of just aiming at anything and just say well I'm just gonna acquire another property and another property so put together a plan and put together a number that you want to hit with your real estate investing that's the best way that you can get going because you'll be totally focused and concentrated on that amount and it just the vision will be so much clearer for you when you're out there uh, looking for that fantastic property that is gonna bring you the freedom that you want. I hope that helps and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.